Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 606. And today I'm excited because I'm going to share with you how one of my listeners started a side hustle, wasn't really sure about this private labeling thing, so he decided to start a YouTube channel, as I've talked about, publishing some content, building a little bit of an audience, and turning that into some passive income. Now he's got a whole bunch of things he can do because he's got this audience built up and he did this on the side while he was working a nine to five. Now he also has another project possibly that he's going to be working on that uh, will be for a very large company and showing them what he's done and then also how to get the Amazon thing going for them. And they're quite a large company, but this opportunity wouldn't have happened if he hadn't started this YouTube channel. So he's going to share how he turned this side hustle into passive income and these huge, really big potential private label brands that he's going to be able to go after. So really excited for you to hear this. And uh, his name is Jesse Wilson. He has a YouTube channel called Still It, Chasing the Craft. And uh, I won't give it away, but uh, it's a pretty cool channel over in uh, New Zealand. And uh, it's just awesome that he was listening to the podcast, listening to about this whole content thing about 12 months ago, a little over 12 months ago, decided to give it a go. He said, you know what? I'm going to commit to this thing for 52 weeks, one video a week, and I'll see what happens. And maybe I'll get to 500 subscribers in 12 months, and that would be cool. And if, it, if I do get to that point, then we'll readdress where we're at. Well, he's at 14,900, probably by the time that you're listening to this, over 15,000 subscribers. And here's the cool thing, $1,000 a month in revenue, passive income. And he's discovered two additional niches that he's going to potentially tap into with this new channel. So I'm really excited for him. I'm really excited for you to hear this story because I I have a lot of you that are listening that are either saying, I don't know what I should do. I don't know what market I should go into. And again, this is why picking a market is really, really important and niching down, which he has. Uh, But you don't have to have a lot of money to get started if you want to just start. If you don't want to start maybe right off the bat with private labeling, but you want to pick the market and you want to start developing that content and start building that audience, or maybe you have a brand right now and you want to start doing this, which you should. You're also going to hear a couple of tips that I gave Jesse, and he already kind of knew it, but he needed a little kick in the pants, and that's what I did, and you're going to hear how he can really take this thing to the next level without a lot more work. He's actually sitting on uh, these potentials right here, right now, so you're going to be able to hear that as well, so really excited for you to hear this. Now, before we do jump in to this episode, I did want to give you a little reminder, and it goes very well with what we're doing here in 2019 and beyond, and that is building these future-proof businesses. Now, this is a perfect example of what we're going to learn from Jesse here today, but inside of TAS Breakthrough U, this has and will be our focus in really how to do what Jesse's done, but also how to bring a private label business into this and really how to do this hybrid model. We've learned a ton over the past three years in our own businesses and also people that we've been helping. So what we've decided to do is create a brand new training inside of TAS Breakthrough U. And all of our members and new members up until the 20th, because we are going to be closing the doors on the 20th, we are going to give you access to this class as we are developing it. All right. And this is going to take the place of Private Label Classroom, which has been our flagship training 
for the last three and a half years. We are going to take it to the next level and we're going to build all of these other assets around that business that we're creating there. So yes, we are going to have the latest and greatest strategies on launching your products on Amazon, but we're going to take it way further than that. So this way here, we can build out these assets like Jesse has done. So if you are interested in joining me in this beta class before we close the doors on the 20th, head on over to theamazingseller.com forward slash training. Now, this will be a full-out training, brand new, something we have never created before, and we're going to be teaching it inside of TAS Breakthrough U with a beta class. Now, to be part of the beta class, you will need to be a member before the 20th. We are going to be closing the doors to TAS Breakthrough U. Like I said, once we do, we are going to be opening this new class in early part of January, 2019, but it will be available to the public at around $1,500. Okay. As TAS Breakthrough, you are a member of TAS Breakthrough, you, you will have full access to this training. All right. So again, theamazingseller.com forward slash training. If you're listening to this before December 20th, if you're listening to this after December 20th, you can still go there. You can be put on our waiting list. And then from there, once we open the class, you will be able to join and uh, we'll give you all the details when that is happening. All right. So again, theamazingseller.com forward slash training. All right. So Let's go ahead and listen in on this conversation that I had with Jesse Wilson and how he built his YouTube channel from zero, literally nothing, to over 14,900 subscribers and $1,000 per month in revenue, and so much opportunity lays ahead of him. All right, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey, Jesse, what's up, man? Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. How's it going, man? It's good. Thanks for having me, Scott. Yeah, no, I'm excited to have you on. You've got a, a pretty unique story. You, you sent me a, <laughs> uh, a long email. You even said it at the bottom. You go, sorry for the novel, but it was uh, quite long, but you did a great job of breaking up that email so I could read it, um, which you know that I, I love to be able to scan those emails. So um, your, your story was well told. So I wanted to get you on to really dig in a little bit more. So um, why don't you just let us know a little bit about you know, who you are and where you come from, and then we can dive into uh, what you're up to. Yeah, for sure. Um, my name's Jesse. Right now, I am um, professionally doing two things, I guess. One is working for a company based in New Zealand uh, that for a long time has been making OEM or private label uh, dog treats, and they've just jumped in the deep end and uh, branded our own brand. Nice. And that is, uh, we're looking at getting into America really shortly uh, using Amazon as a, um, I guess, a bit of a beachhead to, to sort of launch the brand over there mm -hmm. and to do the same thing in Australia. But about a little over a year ago, uh, I launched a YouTube channel called Still It, which mm. uh, revolves around sort of chasing the craft of home distillation. And essentially the reason I did that is I was in a job that was, like most of your viewers, I think, uh, in a job that was kind of going nowhere and uh, not giving me financial or, uh, you know, any satisfaction either. So I, was, I wanted something that was mine and something that I could really sink my teeth into. Um, and I actually started listening to your podcast at the same time, which sort of uh, gave me the, the, the you, you were one of the people that gave me confidence to sort of really jump in. And um, also, one of the people that, that led me to believe that uh, a YouTube channel could be used for something more than just YouTube because I knew that 
that in and of itself was never going to be worth it, you know? Mm. And, uh, now that's where I'm at. <laughs> the YouTube channel's growing, but I haven't done much else with it yet. <laughs> yeah, I seen that. And uh, when you sent over your uh, your email, I went and looked at your channel. Great channel, by the way, too. Love it. Um, it's clean. I went actually all the way back to your very first video. I always kind of see like oh, people started. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, you have to do that. And, uh, and I went back. It was it was still pretty good. It was pretty good for a first video. I'm like, wow, his his was a lot better than mine was. Um, so yeah, you you kind of knocked it out of the park. Um, let me ask you though. So when you were kind of getting into the online game, um, mm. and you and you were thinking about like a way that you could possibly make you know some money, but also possibly be your full time income, um, was Amazon, one of the things right on your mind or was there something else? And then that, then you got led to Amazon, like kind of lead me into like, you want to do something, but you're not quite sure. And I, I know that feeling I've been doing this now for over yeah. years and I've been through that and I'm still going through it. I'm always getting new opportunities. I'm like, no, say no. Um, so, <laughs> you know, there's always new opportunities around the corner. And as you start to do more, you start to get more IT opportunity or you start to learn more. So then you have more opportunities. Um, where did it all start for you? Like, where was the trigger point that you're like, oh, maybe I could build a niche site or maybe I could do, like, there's all these different avenues. So I'm just curious to where that trigger started and then we can kind of tap into the Amazon game. Yeah, for sure. I, I it's a little hard to remember now because that happened uh, probably almost two years ago. I, I did a solid, it was, there was a solid at least eight months worth of pretty hardcore planning before I, launched my first video mm. but the initial trigger was like I said I, I just knew I wanted to do something mm. uh, so I guess I sat down and started racking my brain in terms of what I really enjoyed to do and I tried other things in the past and I always sort of found that I, I did one or two things one I either I did something I enjoyed but it didn't really um, you know there was no sort of professional gain to that it was just a hobby mm -hmm. so I didn't want to do that but then on the other hand, I also didn't want to do something that uh, I didn't enjoy. You know, I wanted to be able to, to do something as a side hustle um, mm. and, and love doing it. Mm. So after a lot of soul searching, for the want of a bit of a word, uh, I decided that really what I enjoy doing is learning. I don't, I don't like hobbies specifically. I like learning. So once I've mm. learned something, I tend to move on to the next thing. Mm. And uh, I'd, I'd always wanted to give distilling a go. And I'd also always been slightly interested about YouTube. So that was the starting point. And then from there, I sort of thought, well, uh, you know, if I can do this and I can get it off the ground, uh, how can I make it, you know, worth my time? How can I justify my time mm. doing this when it turns into a job? Because, you know, anything you do that mm. amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> it's no longer, yeah, it's no longer just, oh, just fun, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it turns into that pretty quickly. Um, when, yeah. you get, when, you, when you commit to something and then you, you start showing up consistently and, it, and I think that's what I seen that you did yeah. is like, you know, at first you're probably, and we all get that, right? You're all excited. You're like, all right, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and it's going to be so much fun. And then all of a sudden you start doing it and it is still fun. But then all of a sudden you're like, oh man, I'm supposed to post videos or I'm supposed to do a podcast or I'm supposed to do this. And yeah. you want to keep that fun in, in it. And that's why I always tell people definitely pick something that you're interested in and you're continuing to learn on. Like you're, I, I love your approach because you were like, I'm going to do this as I'm learning it and just kind of yeah. document my learnings and what I find. And I think that's good because it's also something that's going to keep you, um, you know, more like interested versus just you just being like, I'm just going to keep like regurgitating like what I know. Yeah. 
you yeah. know? No, that, that's exactly it. And I, the reason I picked it is that, that I got that same feeling from this distilling, mm-hmm. but also from, from YouTube itself. Like YouTube is such a, it's such a crazy changing morphing, just mm. hulk of a thing to learn. Uh, so the idea of being able to get, you know, get stuck in with the, on the geek side of things for YouTube was really attractive for me as well. Mm. But that left me with this idea of, um, you know, no one's getting rich just on, just on YouTube alone. And if mm. they are, it's because they're in the absolute top echelons of, of YouTube. Mm. Uh, and that's when I started looking at, well, so if I hypothetically, if I can get a YouTube base going and, 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 you know, create a platform, then how can I monetize that later on? And that's mm. sort of where the idea of YouTube started creeping in. And that's when I found uh, the, the amazing seller mm. a podcast as well. Now, okay. So as you were going into this though, I'm, I'm curious on this, were you thinking to yourself, really, I don't need any money to get started doing YouTube, right? I mean, you need to whatever you're going to, if you're, if you're teaching like, or you're sharing how to do distillery, you like, you need to some of that equipment, but you mm-hmm. might already have that equipment, but camera, you don't really need too, too much. I don't know how crazy you went with camera or lighting or any of that stuff. It seemed like you had a pretty, you know, a dark background, a light and a camera. Like that's pretty much what you had in your first, <laughs> right? It was nothing yep, fancy. Exactly. And you know, I mean, it was good video, um, but you were just talking and kind of telling people about what you were doing and, and stuff. But you really started with on a very small budget, but were you always thinking to yourself, like, if I can figure out the audience thing, then I know that there's probably some monetization to be had, um, whether that's physical products, because there is physical products in your space. I know that for sure. Mm. Um, and, and, and there's a lot of review. I think you just did a video like on the 10 best gift items for, uh, yeah. <laughs> which is brilliant by the way too. Like anyone else that's watching, like that's a great thing to do because number one, people are looking for gifts. So if yeah. they find your YouTube channel and then, and you probably thought about that, I'm assuming you're like, you know what, if I do these 10 gift ideas, people are going to be searching what are the 10 best gift ideas and then they're going to find your video and then they're going to click on a link and then they could be an affiliate, like all that stuff. Eventually that stuff could be your products or some of them or depending on where you're, where you're looking to go for that. But so my, I guess my, my, my point is this, as you're building that audience, are you thinking to yourself bigger than just ad revenue from YouTube? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. The, the whole idea was to basically when I went around the time I launched my first video, I sat down and wrote myself goals. And, uh, in, in my mind, I was always going to run it as a business from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, but in saying that I was going to be very cautious, I, I think from memory, the goal for the first year was to get 500 subscribers. Oh, and I was wow. like, if I can, yeah, if I can do that, then, you know, like maybe, maybe we'll, We'll, uh, we'll keep going. Essentially, I just I committed that I'll make one video every week, 52 weeks, 52 videos in total. Love it. Um, no matter what, you know, so if I, I just, I committed, if I, was, if I had 10 subscribers in a year, then that's cool. I did it. I put the work in and now I know mm. that I can, uh, you know, relax and not have to, to do it because it's not worth it. Mm. Um, turned out it actually kind of went the other way. And <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's not, it's, it, it's, it's at an awkward stage now. It, it, it's big enough that I can't ignore it. You know, there's mm. something there, but it's not big enough that it's, um, you know, totally justifying itself as is. So it's time to, yeah, yeah I guess, uh, put in a little bit more. How, how long has it been since you launched? Uh, it's been a little over a year. A little over a year. You wanted 500 subscribers. You have yeah. over 14,000 now. Yep. I'm just about 15,000. How does that feel? It's, 
it's a weird feeling, Scott. It really is. <laughs> it, it flips from um, it flips from this is just normal. It's the way it is. Uh, to oh, it's a tiny little YouTube channel because on the grand scheme of things, yeah. it is. Um, to wow, this is actually this is really crazy. Yeah. Um, and and it's it's the little things I look at. Like I was just looking at the uh, the lifetime stats the other day, and it's all, there's almost six million watch minutes. It's crazy. And you think about the fact that there's like actual real people watching videos. Mm. It's, it's a bizarre feeling. It mm. really is. <laughs> it's fantastic. And I, I do want to talk about how, how you've monetized it now. And again, I love it that you went in with this thing. Like you're like, all right. And I think this is a big takeaway for a lot of people. Like commit to something. Don't worry about the subscribers right away. Don't worry about yeah. the numbers so much. Just commit to the process. Show up. Produce and just see what happens, right? But give yourself yeah. that deadline. I'm gonna do it 12 months, one video a week, you know, and then just do it. And you did it and you surpassed, way surpassed where you thought, did you think that you'd be making as much money as you are right now on the channel from where you were? No, hell no, nah, no, okay. no, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, no, I, I assumed that, I, I think I had it in my, uh, in my goals that by year three, I'd be, I'd, I'd have a budget for the channel. Mm. Um, and, and you can see from the beginning, beginning videos, everything was really, um, you know, cause we just had our first order. And like I said, we were, I was working a job that, um, that wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, everything was, was sort of shoestringed and, and just the, the fact that I can, if I want to make a video now, I've got some money behind it. Um, mm. and there's, I, I guess the Patreon thing is great too. Cause it's, uh, it gives me an excuse to, actually spend money on the videos and kind of reinvest back into things. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about that, about, <clears throat> I, yeah, I noticed that sure. you're, how did you come up with the idea of that? Maybe explain a little bit about what that is. Patreon. Oh, right. Okay. So Patreon is a platform that essentially allows uh, your viewers or fans or whatever you want to call them to directly contribute to the channel. So it's, mm -hmm. it's patronage. Um, and they do so in a way that allows different tiers of membership. And the idea is for each different tier of membership, then people uh, get different rewards, I guess you'd call them. Okay. Um, I would just say to people, if you are looking at doing Patreon, be a little bit cautious of turning the war, uh, of those rewards into actual products or things like make sure you stay in the game of um, YouTube Mm -hmm. with people's backing rather than, you know, turning Patreon into a full-time thing because of, you know, that does happen. But mm -hmm. basically, uh, I, I didn't really want to do it. I, I was very uncomfortable with the idea of mm. people just sort of directly donating. I thought that was strange. I had zero inclination that anyone would actually do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, there was a couple of people that were quite close to me that, that sort of kept saying, you know, you, you should really do this, like give it a crack. What's the worst mm -hmm. thing that can happen? Yeah. Um, and then a couple of the viewers actually say, started saying you need to do this. Um, yeah. So in the end, I just sort of signed up. I didn't even really promote it for quite a while. Um, How did I people find really it? How did people find it? Did you have a link? Um, yeah. I put a link below the videos for about, I, I, I think it was about 10 videos. Like literally all I did was put a link. Mm. Um, and I think I mentioned it once or twice. And then a few people started signing up. Um, and essentially all I, the only way I promote it now is that in each video, I, I make sure I go out of my way to thank the Patreons. Mm. Um, cause I think it's really important to do that. You know, they're oh, yeah. literally sending cold, hard cash to the, to the channel. So, yeah. um, the, the least I can do is sort of give them a, 
a proper shout out. Mm. Uh, but but the, I guess the flip side of that is that in every video, there's at least a reference to it and people know what it is. Um, yeah, so it really is a, a, um, a, a pretty amazing thing. And that's even more humbling, I think, than any of the other stats mm. on the channel. The, the fact that people are willing to, to actually donate to give the channel a, a, a budget is, um, mm. yeah, that's mind blowing. <laughs> Absolutely mind blowing. It, it really is. And you know, I don't even think we mentioned the channel. It's, it's still it, right? That's correct. It's yep. Still it. Yeah. Yeah. De definitely check it out. I, I'll link it up in, uh, in below this video and inside of the podcast and the show notes and stuff. So go over and check it out. I mean, the cool thing about this, you know, in the Amazon space, no one wants to share their stuff. And I'm, guilty of that myself because it's like the minute you do you're going to have a whole bunch of competition especially if you have any type of spotlight in your case you're building an audience the only thing that someone can do is try to be you and that's yeah. not that easy yeah. to do so to yeah. me you're building something that's a huge asset that right now you know it's like you said small on the real you know <laughs> on the big scheme of things but it's big i mean yeah. I, I was looking at some of your videos um, that were just posted. And th that's kind of how I look at it. It was like, you have a video that just posted um, five days ago and it's got 1.5, it's got 1,500 views on it already. Like, that's pretty darn good. Imagine having 1,500 people sitting in a room, right? Like, yeah. it's pretty impressive. Um, so I, I love that. And, uh, and I think people need to understand that it's not necessarily about getting the channel with a million subscribers. I mean, yeah, that'd be awesome. But <laughs> have a thousand or two thousand or three thousand people watch something of yours and have direct connection with those people is huge mm. so if and when you ever do launch your own products i think it will be very easy for you to to push amazon sales rank your products very easily sell on your own channel if you want to there's like a whole bunch of things you could do if you want to you can also mm. start then leveraging sponsorships and all that stuff shout outs um, there's a bunch you can do and i just think that as long as you keep nurturing that audience which it seems like you are um, then it's game over. There's not much anyone else is going to be able to do to compete, you know, with you in this space. It, it'd be kind of cool to talk about that for a second, actually, Scott. Yeah. I, there's this weird thing that creeps into YouTube sometimes. And, and it's kind of this, uh, it's like an idea of scarcity. Mm. Like if, if someone else, if someone starts watching someone else's channel, then that's going to hurt me. Mm. And that's, it's just, it, it's bizarre to me. I can understand it with something like Amazon where people can literally just, mm. just steal your product and, and yeah. sell it from you. Yeah. But I, th I think the best things that I've done is create friends with other YouTube channels. And, and because I'm in New Zealand, mm. it's sort of hard to find people that are on YouTube and, and the, the, the area, the niche I'm in is um, mm. super specific too. But um, it, I just don't understand that concept at all. Like mm. I've got a buddy that, that I made, we, we both started at the same time. And the idea of sending people from my videos to his, to his videos is just nothing but, but good for both of us, you know? Mm. So I think if anyone, for anyone that is thinking about getting into the YouTube thing, just 100% look for collaborations. Mm. And it, it really is a case of, you know, when the tide comes up, all the boats go with it. Mm. And yeah, like, do not be afraid of of helping other YouTubers out for reaching out. Um, mm. And in my case, there's a there's a channel called The Whiskey Vault in America. Mm -hmm. And the biggest jump I've ever had on subscribers or views or anything was when those guys gave me a shout out. Oh, well, not nice. long ago, they actually um, I sent them some samples and they did a review 
of um, some of my spirits. So, you know, I've sort of felt it both ways, I guess, sort of mm. trying to send people to other places and have people come to me from there. And it, mm. and it, the, the people that watch both love it, you know, mm. um, and they become more loyal to both channels because it's real and it's mm. human and it's, um, I guess people just like to see friendship as well. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, sorry, rain's over. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I love that. And you're right. I mean, it is a little bit different on YouTube because you can kind of help each other when you collaborate. And yeah. I, totally, I totally get it. Um, and, you know, I, I just think that there is a scarcity mindset. And it's like for the people that are just selling a one-off product or a widget or some, something like that, it's, you know, it's very easy to rip that person off because all mm. it is is the widget, you know. But what you have is something unique. It's you. So even though you might send someone to someone else's channel, they might go there and be like, I don't, I really like Jesse. I like to, I like to hang out with Jesse a little bit more. No, it's true. It's like, it's like almost like being at a party. Like you got like 50 people there and there's probably half of them that you could hang out with, but there's probably three or four that you're like, we have a really good, strong connection. I want to hang out with that person a little bit more. And I think that's, that's the, the beauty of the video though, right? Is big being on video and having that. Um, so I, I think it's really powerful. Um, one question I have for you, and I've, actually I've got a lot of questions for you, but the one <laughs> question I have is, do you, do you have a website of any kind yet? Not a yet, lot, no. Any, okay. I'm, I'm working on it. Um, okay. And I, every time I hear your, your podcasts, <laughs> I, uh, I feel a little pang of guilt deep down. You I should. <laughs> Uh, because I, I, I think that, oh my gosh, like there's so much I see an opportunity, like you're getting traffic on, on YouTube, but you could be getting that, that organic side of things on Google. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like for you, the simple, the simplest thing that I would say is just build that home base. You've heard me say home base, home base, build that home base. YouTube isn't really yours. We know that, right? It's like, it's, yeah. it's theirs. Um, but for you, the simplest thing you could do, even if you took some of the money that you're earning and had it done, is I would take that video and I'd embed it on the blog and then I would have it transcribed or you know, have an article written about it of what you said and then just embed it and then done. And then that way there you have that, that indexing in Google and now they love it when you put a video embedded into a blog and then you get the, the link back and, and all of that stuff. So I think that's low hanging fruit for you. And again, in 12 months from now, if you were to do that with everything you already currently have and start doing it on the new stuff, look, mm. look about all the extra pieces of assets and real estate that you'd have that you would have on another platform to help cross promote it too. So just, yeah. I mean, you already know it, but I want to give you a little <laughs> nudge and say, dude, get a kick in the pants. Yeah, yeah. I need to give you a kick <laughs> in the pants on that one. Cause that there's like low hanging fruit. Like there's not much it would take to do that. It's like set up the home base. You can even hire a VA to go in there and do it very inexpensively in bed you know, write a, a quick little description around it, 500 words, something like that. It's going to automatically, even if you don't do hardly any SEO work at all, you're still going to start getting some traction um, on that. And then my, the other thing, my other bone I want to pick with you is email subscribers. I don't see yes. that. I don't see that yet. Is there a place that I can enter my email address? There, uh, there is. There's a link under each video. Oh, okay. Uh, I must admit, I don't push it a lot. Okay. Um, once again, uh, I, I've been hearing your voice in my ear for some time. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> About that. Um, so right now I've been growing it just pretty organically. At first it started, I was trying to trying out the live stream thing. Uh, oh, so okay. it was a, 
a way for people to um, to get notifications from that, but uh, live stream wasn't just wasn't really working. Okay. Um, so I've been using it just for just for general information every now and again, um, mm -hmm. and it is ticking away. I think I've got I think maybe four hundred people on the list at the moment. Okay. Um, but I haven't done any promotion for it yet. Do you notify them when you have a new video posted? Um, I was for a little while, and then okay. I got really bad at it. <laughs> All right, that's got to be part of your thing. Upload video, send email. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's that simple. Yeah. Just create that part of the workflow. Because um, 400 people being driven, that's going to be another 400 people that, you know, might not have gotten notified on YouTube, you know? Yeah. And you know, the more, the more, as soon as that video goes live, the minute that you get more people there and get sharing it or yeah. whatever, it's going to help you rank even, even more. Um, not that you're not doing well right now. You are, but there's things you can do to kind of just spike that. And that's just one simple thing. I mean, the email could be so simple. It'd be like, Hey, it's Jesse here. Just want to let you know, I just shot a, a new video on whatever. And then just, here's the link. Talk to you later. Have a great weekend. Bye. Like, that's it. I, I think I'm, I think I'm very guilty it's funny in, in some ways I'm very good at trying to put myself in other people's shoes and think mm. about it from that way. But on that topic, um, I know that I just dislike email mm. on so many levels, mm -hmm. especially for stuff like that. It's just not my form of communication. Yeah. Um, but in saying that every time I've sent it out, uh, I think it was actually you, one of the other tips you gave was, um, you know, just have a thing down the bottom saying, if you want to get yeah. in touch, feel free to reply to the email. Yeah. Um, and that's been great. You know, I've made much closer friends. There's a bunch of people now mm. that I email regularly and the reason that that's happening is from mm -hmm. you know, from those emails that went out so anyway my point being is that uh, just because it's not the way i like to communicate you're right i should uh, i should be pushing it just because we don't like it doesn't mean that other people don't like it yeah you yeah, know what yeah. i mean that that's a you know that that's a hard one a lot of times because it's like well i don't like that and it's like well you're not everyone else you know what i mean like so yeah. <laughs> other people don't like to maybe or they don't go to their youtube to get notified and then they need to be reminded yeah so there's things like that. But, um, and the other thing is too, and I, again, I'm not a YouTube guru, but I do know a few things. Um, I would probably, whatever you want that call to action to be, if you want to build that list, I'd put that above the fold on your description. Um, your, yeah, your, right. your, your one here says, let's face it. Chasers of craft beverages can be a little hard to buy for unless you know their, their favorite drink. Be above that, you might just put in there, want to receive weekly updates, you know, you know, get on my newsletter here, join the, join the VIP group here and then just have the link mm. up top. And then that way there it's, it's visible. I think you'd get more, um, if you did that, cause some people don't expand it to read more. Um, so just a little thing there. Um, how are you doing on affiliate sales? Like recommending products? Um, honestly, I, I haven't really pushed it much at all. Um, okay. it's been more of just a kind of an organic thing at the moment. Like if okay. I had, if I had to really see an opportunity for it, mm -hmm. um, I'll push it. Um, it. It's a little bit, it's a little bit tricky for me. Just a, a little bit of background. So, first of all, distilling in America is illegal at, mm -hmm. at home, um, and in New Zealand we don't really have Amazon. Mm. Um, New Zealand's just put some new tax laws in place too, which basically means that Amazon aren't going to ship to New Zealand. Um, you know, even when they they did before on the off mm -hmm. chance. Mm -hmm. So, Amazon stuff's a little bit. Um, a little bit touchy for mm -hmm. me, I guess. I've just never really pushed it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm starting to do more stuff now where like that that last video was a crossover between brewing and distilling. So brewing okay. is totally legal in America. Yep. Um, and that video was uh, me sort of trying to get my toes in the water. Mm. 
and um, and test the affiliate thing a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sorry to answer your question, maybe oh like thirty dollars a month. Okay. On, on okay. Average. All right. That pays for hosting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something yeah. right. Um, yeah. Okay. So all right. So not there. So would you say that most? Well, I mean, I think you're open to saying this. Like, so what are you what are you generating from the channel right now? If you were to kind of just average it out. Hmm. Everything all up. Yeah. Uh, USD about thousand dollars a month. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's great. Um, how are you seeing AdSense working? Because it's basically or the the ad platform on YouTube. How is that working for you? Having them turned on. Um. Yeah. Great. Actually, and I think I think the channel is a little bit of an anomaly for YouTube, and so my the uh, the amount I'm getting paid through AdSense per you know. Ad, related to the amount of views I get is really, really high compared Mm -hmm. to most channels. Okay. Uh, I think that's because I tend to hit a demographic that is not very popular on YouTube. And Mm. I bring a lot of people to YouTube that don't view anything else on YouTube. Mm. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm a little lucky there, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I know some people with, uh, you know, many times more views than me that are making you know, fifteen dollars a month or something. I know, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about subscribers? How has that been increasing for you, like over time? Um, super steadily. So I, I think the one thing that I'm really proud of about the channel is that I've built everything in a very steady, methodical way. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I'm really disappointed about the channel is that I've built everything in a really steady, methodical way. <laughs> 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 um, you know, I've never had a video go like really take off. It's just, you know, a small incremental mm-hmm. increases over time. Right. Um, and it's pretty much been the same with the subscribers as well. Okay. Um, and saying that I feel like when I do get a video that, um, that takes off, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of backlogs, um, okay. content well, there for people to go through. There is. And that's, that's the other thing I think that you'll, you'll see is you're going to probably see a, a video maybe in three months, four months, that one will just start to take, you yeah. know, and it's, I mean, that's the, you know, that, that's kind of the nature of, you know, of kind of YouTube. Um, have you ever used social blade before? Yes, okay. I have actually. Yeah. Okay. That's a pretty good, that's a pretty good one. So you can kind of see like the numbers of just your, either yourself or someone else. And, um, yeah, man, you, you, you've got 117 uploads. It says that's, uh, yeah. that's pretty impressive. <laughs> That's yeah. really impressive. Yeah. And it's, it's showing that you're, and maybe this is, this is a, uh, you're, you're pretty consistent. It's like 30, between 39 and like 40, 40 ish uh, subscribers a day. That's, that's pretty good. Is that, does that seem about accurate? Uh, yeah. Yep. It's about, I, I normally get about a thousand subscribers a month is kind yeah. of the, my baseline. That's what I, um, yeah. so that's, that's, it's close. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're doing well. And, uh, you can see there's it's steady growth though. You can see though, because I'm just kind of scrolling through it right now. If if no one's used this before, Social Blade, it's a great, uh, it's a great awesome. little tool. Yeah, that you can just kind of plug in a, a channel and kind of see how things are going and kind of what kind of growth there is. Um, it, it's pretty cool just to get an idea, even if the market is good. Um, and and like you said, you're in, you're kind of in the home brew, but you're not. You're in like like you yeah. said, not. You, you're on a slippery slope there a little bit, so you got to be careful. Yeah. But um, yeah, if you got into homebrew, that would be a whole nother animal on, on the other side of things, which you could probably start to, 
to kind of capitalize on. I I have had a sneaky, uh, a little bit of a sneaky inkling that that's going to take a lot of work. But the the other thing that I've been thinking about is scalability. And mm. right now, the what I'm selling is myself. Mm. And uh, there's only so many hours in a day. Mm-hmm. We've got um, six month twins and oh, three wow. year old. And, you oh, know, wow. a, a job busy. takes up. <laughs> yeah, time. you are busy. Um, so just just to be able to go, oh, I'm going to start putting out an extra video a week and start mm. doing homebrew too is is tricky. Um, mm. But I have likes the idea of treating a channel as a channel, not as a mm. as a show, mm. and having different shows on the the same channel, like oh. you know, like TV being the reference. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been toying with the idea of trying to bring someone in as the homebrew guy mm. and put out two videos a week, one distilling video and one That's uh, a good idea. homebrewing video a week and figure mm. out a way to sort of carve up the, uh, the income or the mm-hmm. assets or whatever with that other person as well. Um, mm. yeah, I thought that there is a, an opportunity to be had there. Uh, the, the reason that I picked distilling for the channel was that there was almost zero competition for obvious reasons. So it's, it's illegal in so many places. We've got such mm-hmm. an opportunity here in New Zealand to be open about it. Mm. Um, so brewing would be a little bit trickier with that, but at least now I've got some base to, to get started. Absolutely. Um, and I, 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 that was actually something I wanted to ask you about with the mm. um, essentially private labeling products. Yeah. Sure. Um, I feel like there's maybe a bit more of an opportunity in the brewing market. Absolutely. In, in um and yeah. distilling. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And I, that that's where I would think that you would go. And like you said, if you're not going to be doing it, then yeah, if you could find someone that could do it, you're, you kind of know the formula, if you will, right? Like the yeah, exactly. optimization and all that stuff. You just need someone to deliver the content, right? Yep. So yeah, if you had that and then you built up that side of it, I think that lends itself to a brewing line of products like kits and, you know, filters, whatever. I, I don't, I'm not a home brewer, so I don't know, but I know there's a huge market there for that. And IPA mm. beers and all that stuff in America is huge. I mean, yeah. it is massive. Um, so, so yeah, I think there's a ton of potential there and yeah, private label product, I think would be, it would be a next step for you when you feel like the time is right. But I think it's, you've got a physical product side of things. You also have, you could, you could have a course that you could create a digital product that you could create that it shows everybody mm. like, you know, however long it takes, even, um, making your own wine at home. Like that's a whole nother market, right? Yeah. Like there's all, I mean, it's stuff that I've actually been interested in before. I was like, just, just to go through that process, I would love to, to go through the, um, you know, making your own wine, um, and, and seeing that whole process and not to mention it's strong as hell. Um, so, <laughs> you know, so, um, I think there's a huge potential there in, in all of those different markets. But like you said, you could put it, into your your channel because it does it does play together and then there's mm. products that are going to spin off so you have digital products you have physical products you have ad revenue that can come in like that could it could be a massive a massive brand um, yeah you know i i totally think that you could totally do that i've actually um the other thing that, that i'm looking at doing is taking a step back from still it so still it you know is obviously a pretty specific branding mm-hmm. yep but um, I've always had still it chase the craft. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually in the process now of rebranding a few things back to chase the craft. Okay. And the idea being that I could uh, create a line of products that are based on chase the craft, not still mm-hmm. it. I love and that. Then, yeah. And then those products can be, you know, I can make brewing, distilling, winemaking, mm-hmm. 
cheese making, yep. pizza making, yep. you know, and, and the, at least it's a coherent brand. Yep. Um, you know, with one idea, if that makes sense, through multiple yeah, yeah. hobbies. No, it totally does. And I think Chase the Craft is it. And then yeah. the other ones underneath it are the ones that would be, like you said, it could be as much as making your own cheese. You know what I mean? It could be any yeah. of that stuff. Because yeah. there's a process and, so, and a lot of people enjoy that whole, like, make it from scratch, you know, do it yourself. Yeah. Love it. And then to me, there's potential courses that could be launched there. You know, it could have a $197 course or a $297 course that basically someone would buy and it would take them through that entire process. And then you'd have maybe some support that, you, you know, if you had a problem with, you know, when you were going through a certain, a certain stage, you know, and you had questions mm. and, you're, and, you know, maybe conditions, temperatures, whatever. And then it's like, you'd have yeah. someone to answer those questions. The cool thing is, is then once you've been through it or whoever would teach it, you would have those questions that come in that now you can repurpose those questions. And then someone else that's coming in new would be like, oh, I'd love to hear the problems that other people had as I'm going through it. So there's so much that you could do. The problem is, is there is so much that you can do, right? Yeah. And focus and, and time. Focus. And, yeah. yeah. And time <laughs> and kids and family. And it's like, um, I do yeah. think though, you're on the right track. Now, this brings up a great question though. You do have another opportunity right now, at least it did, you did in your email, I believe that, you know, yeah. you're with a company that's pretty massive that they want to bring their products to Amazon and they want you to help them. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, I've actually been in the company a year now, which is bizarre. Uh, but soon after, uh, soon after I started there, I sort of started thinking that maybe Amazon might be the right answer to the problem. And I was, mm -hmm. you know, binging your content. Mm -hmm. It's a half hour drive each way. So I'd, I'd be able to get two or three of your podcasts in a day. Nice. <laughs> went through the backlog. Um, <laughs> so I had Amazon on the brain and I, I pitched it to the, uh, to the CEO who was all for it. Love the idea. Uh, and the idea is to use Amazon as as almost more of a marketing tool than a sales channel. So mm -hmm. it's a it's a way that we can control the way that the product is brought into the company uh, into the country, mm -hmm. um, and then we can market it pretty hard and fast from external sources towards Amazon, mm. and use it more as social proof, um, feedback to build up some comments uh, and a little bit of brand loyalty yep. that we can then take to other channels to brick and mortar to other e-commerce sites. Um, so that we've got some data so that we've got some feedback and you know more importantly we've got some sales figures to show mm -hmm. people when we approach them mm. um, that's pretty much the plan uh, as soon as I get into work this morning I'm going to meet up with our export manager and we're hoping to get product on a pallet and uh, on the on the water um, hopefully by the end of next week It'd be great oh, wow. and so now are yeah. you going to be kind of overseeing this this project in a sense? Yeah. 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 Pretty much. That's going to be, um, that's going to be my baby. Okay. okay. And we're going to repeat the same, uh, the same process with the new Amazon platform in Australia. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So that's awesome. So again, let me just kind of take people back. You know, you started this side thing and you built this thing up, you've learned a ton and you've got other ideas on what you want to do. And then you've got this business that you're working with because you know this Amazon thing, you brought this, you pitched them this idea and they're like, yeah, let's do it. And then now here you are doing that with them. So I just love <laughs> it. That, I just love it to just kind of emphasize that while we're going through this process, so many people say, oh, I wasted this time. No, you learned through that process and there's things that you've yeah. learned that you're going to do more of and there's some things you're not going to do more of. Um, so 
yeah, I think it's just, uh, it's incredible. Um, as, is, as, it, as we move through the journey of our, of our own, um, we, we learn through that journey and you've learned so much and now oh, 100%. Who, who knows where craft, you know, where, where your, uh, um, your company is going to go like where, you yeah. know what I mean? Like who knows you've got, you we just went over some ideas, but who knows? It's, it's a matter of time. And if you can leverage someone else that could help you with that. Yeah. Um, it was pretty interesting too, Scott. I um, the 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 reason that I got the job that I'm at now is I believe pretty heavily because of the YouTube channel too. Mm. They they were initially just looking for someone to come in and look after Facebook, mm-hmm. and um, after you know having a bit of experience with YouTube and everything else, I you know so I guess threw some ideas around in the job interview in terms of just sort of digital marketing and using. Mm-hmm different algorithms on different platforms to sort of push things. And then mm-hmm. uh, it, it kind of grew from there. So it's pretty crazy when you, when you actually just focus on something and learn this, learn a skill set. Mm. It, it, it's crazy where it, it applies in, um, in ways that aren't entirely obvious. You know, it's not mm. like I'm running a YouTube channel for this company, but right. the skill set that I learned by, by learning YouTube got me the job there, which is now, you know, then bringing the two back together with Amazon. It's, mm. it's, a, it's a bizarre journey. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it really is. And like you said, I mean, who knows two years from now, there could be something else that comes across your, your plate. And then you're like, well, you already know the YouTube game, right? You've already done it. You're doing it. You're learning it. Things are going to change, but you're learning it by then you're going to have, you know, some solid, um, you know, data from what's happened on, Amazon, since you've launched these products, which aren't technically yours or your companies, but you're able to kind of use these products as your own in a sense and learn through that process. So yeah. that will actually come back to help you also if you decide to do something with, you know, still it or whatever. Um, so there's just so much that goes into doing and taking action, as I always say, because you actually yeah. learn, <laughs> learn stuff, you know? Um, so, all right, th- this has been awesome. I could sit here and probably ask you about another bazillion question, but we're going to leave that for another time. I definitely want to check in with you though, and we'll do an update and a follow-up and see how things are progressing, um, how things are probably changed, but hopefully for the better. Um, maybe <laughs> the list that you've built bigger and you're actually focusing on that a little bit more. Um, and, a and a website with some of your <laughs> content there, which I think you should do immediately. Um, but, um, so let me ask you this, if someone is just starting out they're again, maybe they're saying, well, private label, I'm not sure that I can do that right now, whether that's financially, or I just don't know the market. Would you say that just go out there and create some content on either YouTube or, you know, Google or wherever, wherever you're comfortable, you think that's a good thing for someone to just kind of dive in and kind of get their feet wet? hundred percent. I mean, as you keep saying, if you're going to be pushing a product, you need content somewhere, right? You mm. need something pointing back to those, to those products. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and I would say do it. And, and like you said at the, at, earlier on, you really don't need to put a lot of uh, money into creating mm. content. Uh, mm. Just be aware that, you know, it, it, it may take a while to get traction mm-hmm. uh, and it may take a while to really kind of get that flywheel spinning, mm. but it doesn't have to take, a huge amount of time out of your day, especially mm. if you're in a niche and you've got some expertise on something. But on the other hand, you don't, my whole gig is that I do not know what I'm talking about. Mm. <laughs> I'm still yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> the whole yeah. deal is we learn it together, you know, yeah. and now I'm able to talk with confidence and expertise on things that I learned a year ago. Mm. 
Mm. But simultaneously, I, I can be a complete noob with stuff that I'm learning right now. And that's okay. People like it. It's human, you know? And they love to be able to contribute back as well. As long as you're humble, as long as you're open, and as long as you actually take criticism and Mm. and feedback and suggestions from the people that are watching as well. Mm. Um, Yeah. And if you can build a relationship with those people, even better. It's gold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love it. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. And we finally made this happen. I'm definitely going to have you back on um, because I want an update. Um, I want everyone to go check out Still It on YouTube and uh, leave a comment. Let them know that you heard the, uh, the interview that I did with, with him and, uh, and you know, let him know how he's doing. He wants to hear that feedback. And, yeah, uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, and uh, you know, ch- check him out. Like I said, learn from what he's doing. Because to me, it's, it's really as simple as just making that commitment, picking your market, of course. You've niched it down a little bit, and you've mm-hmm. picked that market, and you went in there and said, I'm going to be the person that's going to learn and share with what I'm learning. That's it. No pressure. Just I'm going to share that. And you've done a pretty good job, and you're getting some extra cash on the side, which is nice. And who knows where this is going to go. So, Jesse, once yeah. again, man, thank you so much for taking time and uh, we'll definitely have to check in and um, get that stuff done though that I said to get done. Because <laughs> <laughs> before you come on, you will have to have those done. I'll just make yeah. that as a marker. All right? All right. It's a deal. All right, Jesse. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it too, mate. Take care. All right. So there you have it. Hopefully you enjoyed that interview with Jesse. What a great guy. What a go-getter. And I love how he outlined exactly what he did from the beginning. And that is he just started and he went out there and he said, you know what? I'm going to go after something that I'm interested in, that I'm curious about, and I'm just going to document what I'm doing. And I can't stress that enough. Like so many people can do that. You can do that. And no one, no one can be you. Remember that. Yes, someone might have already talked about it, but no one can be you. You are a very unique individual as I am, as we all are. And make sure that you understand that, right? And go out there and don't, you don't have to be the expert. You don't have to be the guru. You can be the person just learning through this process of you discovering or you going out there and being the reporter in your market. Whatever it is, you can do this. And once you build that audience, once you get your own traffic, I mean, game over. You can do pretty much anything you want. And I love how he said, you know what? I said, I'm just going to go out there and I am going to create some videos once a week, 52 weeks. And if I get 500 subscribers, then we'll reevaluate at that time. Well, he's over 14,900, probably about 15,000. Now, by the time you're listening to this, $1,000 a month in revenue. And he's got, you heard, I mean, more additional things that he can do that he can add physical products, digital products affiliate stuff, like a whole bunch of things that he can do. So uh, I hope that this inspired you. I hope this motivated you to get out there and make it happen. I also want to remind you that if you are interested in this brand building thing that I've been talking about here for the past year and a half or so, uh, we are going to be focusing on this very, very heavily inside of TAS Breakthrough U, which is why I want to encourage you to head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash training and uh, watch the little video there that I shot or look at the information depending on when you're listening to this and read it and see if it's for you because that's what we're going to be doing here. I have a brand new training, which I haven't even named yet, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, but I haven't even named it yet. It is going to take the place of Private Label Classroom, which has been my flagship training, which has helped a lot of people you know, really start their own business, but how to launch their products successfully on Amazon. 
Amazon, what we're doing now is we're taking it to the next level. And that is building this brand thing around it and building other assets that can help to fuel the business, but also help make the business more stable and secure and diversify and all of those things that we are going to be doing inside of this new training inside of TAS Breakthrough U. So like I said, if you're interested in that, head on over to theamazingseller.com forward slash training for all the details. All right, guys, the episode here is 606. So theamazingseller.com forward slash 606. You can grab all the show notes, transcripts, all that stuff can be found over there. All right, guys, so that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. See you right back here on the next episode.